Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks podcast. This podcast was created on Hubhopper Studio. If you wish to start your own podcast for free, visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. You can start your own podcast with Hubhopper Studio and get your voice heard across platforms like Spotify, Ghana, Google Podcast, Wink Music and more. Click on the link in the episode description or visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Boys and girls, welcome to the Winning Edge uh, talk show. This is uh, Vishwanath, your host. Uh, I'm a mental conditioning coach for athletes. I'm the author of the book Success Mantra in Sports. And um, uh, today is an exciting day for all of us, uh, for all cricket lovers uh, in India, because um, uh, today the uh, first ever uh, World Test Championship uh, final is uh, being staged at uh, uh, Southampton, UK. Um, now, since cricket, uh, uh, first uh, test match took place 144 years ago, which was played at Melbourne between Australia and England, uh, cricket has come a long way. And uh, just recently, the uh, test record was being played between two countries. Uh, when, uh, now, the ICCI took a decision to make it as a championship. I think for the last two and a half years, uh, uh, teams across the world were uh, uh, playing against each other. And uh, now we have reached the final. And a few hours from now, the final will be on and uh, it will be at 3.30 p.m. Indian Standard Time. So we are all waiting eagerly for that. Before that, uh, we will uh, do some discussion about the uh, World Test Championship. And uh, to do to, for this discussion, we have an, uh, a distinguished cricketer and he is now a BCCI umpire. He used to be a first class cricketer who represented uh, two states, uh, namely the Karnataka and Tamil Nadu. And, um, now, yes, uh, let's uh, welcome Mr. K. Srinath to the show. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Srinath. Thank you. Thank you, Srinath. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. Welcome. Yes, I think we are going to have a, a cracking uh, a discussion about the, this WTC final. Uh, Mr. Srinath, what is the significance of the WTC finals and uh, cricket in particular and uh, uh, test cricket, you know, and uh, in general and cricket in particular? Well, uh, this is the uh, first uh, cycle of the uh, World Test Championship uh, that has been played in the history of uh, world cricket. Like you said, uh, 144 years since the inception of Test Match Cricket, ICC decided to just change the format and uh, make this an interesting event where in the last uh, close to 30 months, uh, each uh, international side has uh, played uh, close to six uh, series across the world. And uh, the befitting uh, finalists have been uh, India and New Zealand who've uh, come out trumps. I think uh, the fruits, uh, they've borne the, all the hard work that has gone in over the last two and a half years is a testimony that uh, India and New Zealand have made it to the finals. Okay. Uh, what, what else can be momentous rather than being a part of the five, first ever World Test Championship final? So I think uh, nothing uh, more could uh, really raise the bar for both the sides to uh, get on the field and put up a magnificent performance. Uh, how do you feel uh, bringing an Indian and a cricketer yourself? India making it to the finals? Obviously, yes. Uh, I can't uh, draw the clock back maybe 30 years ago and say that uh, 
how i wish i could have been a part of something like this yes certainly the uh, uh, 15 uh, players who are a part of the squad and the 11 who will be playing it's a historic moment for uh, all those players who are going to be a part of this first wtc final and as i already said uh, nothing else is going to pump you up representing your country and being a part of the uh, world test championship final for the first time i think it's goosebumps uh, as as uh, much the players are uh, eager to go out and perform there as a former cricketer and a viewer i would uh, certainly looking forward to uh, watching it on television uh, the hopefully it's going to be a gripping uh, five day final and uh, hoping that uh, the weather doesn't play spoil sport that's it uh, we are getting the same feeling about that uh, 1975 first world cup final that time it was a 60 over uh, final uh, it's the same feeling you know then uh, later on the 2008 uh, the first wt20 final i think it was 277 2008 uh, i think we are getting the same uh, uh, feeling right now uh, now uh, this being an historical event uh, everybody is uh, asking this question lords is considered to be the mecca of uh, cricket uh, now why this match is not being staged at lords and why is it staged at ages uh, ball uh, southampton with limited knowledge uh, from uh, what i have heard from uh, people who are connected uh, with this championship and from icc because there are there's an in-house hotel uh, at the southampton at the ages bowl uh, because uh, as we are all aware we are going through this uh, uh, crisis situation during the pandemic and uh, the teams have to go through quarantine and they need to be a part of the bubble so the most uh, safest place would be to stay in a hotel which is within the premise of the stadium and uh, they would not be in uh, contact with any of the uh, uh, drivers or people involved in travel and logistics so they just walk out of the hotel rooms and they are directly into the rooms into the ground rather so i think uh, the choice of uh, southampton uh, going uh, ahead of lords which you said this mcaf cricket i find only uh, one reason that holds good because uh, they are in a safer place and uh, people uh, can uh, feel safe because they are a part of a bubble which is very much uh, within the stadium i think uh, that's the only reason why they have chosen southampton as the uh, venue for this finals thank you for this clarity mr shalat okay now uh, uh, the fans uh and the crowd play a huge role uh, in in a sporting event as well as in the life of a of an athlete so f- uh, fans is what makes a sport uh, because without the fan following it there is nothing so you need an audience even though you are all we are all actors and uh, even the athletes we we need an audience so when the pandemic was on the spectator was not allowed to the ground so uh, as a cricketer you know the energy and then how you get energy, your energy gets pumped up when the spectators around cheering you are up and giving it a lot of uh, color and energy and all so you get inspired now uh, looking at the restrictions and the pandemic uh, do you think the spectators will be allowed for this wtc final or will there will there be any restrictions Yeah I think there are restrictions but ICC has uh, given a notification saying there'll be 4000 people on each day allowed to watch the final okay so as we say you know that uh, something is better than nothing mm. and uh, we all know how uh, the indian players especially uh, love crowds coming in egging them on and uh, as you said uh, the adrenaline uh, pumps up for a sportsman why only a cricketer anybody performing in front of a crowd and as you said uh, put it rightly across uh, without fans and uh, the fan following there is no sports person who can perform to his optimum level Thanks. so as we did see the last ipl and uh, the uh, truncated ipl which happened recently had no spectators uh, coming into the stadium 
uh, wherein uh, it took a time for the players to get settled in initially because uh, especially after the advent of IPL in 2008 we've seen crowds thronging the uh, stadia and uh, as you said so much of noise the color the cheer and uh, especially our indian players are used to the noise in their ears that really you know pumps up their performance and they raise the bar there but in the last 15 months uh, having uh, played in uh, front of uh, empty crowds uh, we had uh, a few spectators come in uh, for uh, a couple of test matches in ahmedabad when india played england and we had uh, one test match in chennai which had a little bit of crowd so some flavor did return back to the ground but uh, recently in the new zealand uh, england uh, test match series we saw 50% of the stadium full so we could see the performance of the uh, players uh, go up and uh, yes uh, especially cricket is a spectator sport and the players would love to have uh, people watching them perform and uh, they are at least lucky enough to have 4000 uh, spectators coming in on each day to watch the spectacle what about the uh, spectators waving the tricolor and two spectators running you know across the ground the stadium with the tricolor in hand so how does it uh, how do I, a cricketer take all this you know when I, as you see the spectators are waving the tricolor indian tricolor that also brings in a lot of what you call goosebumps as you said and uh, energy into the match no two things i mean uh, representing your country is i think the biggest thing any sportsman would uh, look forward to and uh, rest assured wherever india plays in whichever part of the world you have uh, their own fan following they have their own uh, set of uh, people who come in throng the stadia to watch uh, the game of cricket and this won't be any different uh, i wouldn't be surprised if you could find uh, 60 to 70% of the spectators uh, uh, filled up in indian colors uh, cheering for india so this obviously would be a great boost as i said uh, fans coming into the stadia thronging the stadium the noise uh, their uh, sort of uh, energy is going to certainly rub off on the indian side and uh, everybody is looking forward to uh, this event happening very shortly okay it requires uh, a great deal of fantastic performance from from the two sides uh, to to reach the wtc final and india have and new zealand have done a, a good job reaching the finals what is the, the what are the strengths and weaknesses of the two teams well uh, if at all uh, anybody can uh, dissect and say why these these two teams are here in the final it's just because of the wonderful uh, showing running up uh, into this uh, final so there is hardly anything to choose between the uh, two sides new zealand uh, plays their own style of cricket uh, not very flashy and uh, playing to the crowd uh, sort of thing and uh, recently they have had a very good uh, series running into the final against england beating england in england 1-0 in the two test match series coming to uh, the indian setup the setup under virat kohli the combination of virat kohli and ravi shastri has done wonders for indian cricket in the last four years especially uh, two overseas victories in the last four years in australia beating australia uh, that is a testimony to the sort of uh, resilience and strength uh, the indian team has and uh, we cannot take away the credit from the uh, boys having uh, uh, being denied of the services of virat kohli after the first test match in adelaide india bounced back to uh, win the series uh, against uh, australia minus virat kohli the whole world wrote us off so it shows a sort of depth the uh, indian team has Uh, the uh, reflection is uh, we are sending a so called second string side to sri lanka for a white ball series any given day at least uh, 12 boys out of the 20 that are touring sri lanka would have made it to the, have made it to the main indian side so this reflects the depth uh, over a period of time the indian uh, cricket team has built 
So there's very little to choose between both. As I said, uh, India is uh, a team which is playing uh, a firebrand of cricket, very aggressive under the uh, leadership of Virat Kohli. They will certainly not take an inch or give an inch on the cricket field. So my take is uh, whichever team holds their nerves, it's it's a pressure cooker situation because it's a one-off uh, final that they're going to play. It's even Stevens and uh, the team that is going to perform well in all three departments on all five days is certainly going to, going to come up trumps. So as earlier I said, uh, it's it's very little to choose between both the sides. Both of them are evenly balanced. Speaking about the resources and the bench strength India has, during the tour of Australia, when many main bowlers were injured, the net bowlers came on and did a fantastic job. In fact, they won the test match for us. So that is the bench strength we have and the resources to back up. You know, the second or third line of uh, um, Indian players we have ready to take on the full strength of any foreign side. So that is our bench strength. Okay. Now, uh, New Zealand have always been referred to as uh, eternal underdogs, but they have done extremely well to reach the um, World Cup final two years ago, which they lost, I think, uh, very closely to England. And then uh, now they have managed to reach the WTC final. And um, uh, no sign can be as good to to reach two finals. You know, They, they can't be called as underdogs. But uh, we don't know. As Indians, we don't want to uh, get rid of them to get rid of the tag and win the this test match. But still, uh, uh, why are they called as underdogs and how much they have improved in international scene? I think uh, it's it's more of a media adage that's been uh, always uh, provided, uh, saying that you know one team is an underdog in the final, the other is the favorite. It's all the mindset of the particular team, the players, how they look upon uh, the particular uh, event. So, uh, New Zealand would be happy always to embrace the tag of uh, being underdogs because uh, the pressure is less on them. So, if they come up with a good performance like the, what they did recently in the series against England, and again, uh, people would say the underdogs have come up trumps and they did beat England in uh, their backyard and uh, they've gone on to become the number one team in the world. So, here, this is a final which is going to be contested hard over five days in a neutral country where conditions are alien to both the teams. Because India neither are they playing this in their backyard nor is New Zealand playing in their own backyard. So the attack of underdogs, New Zealand would be happy to take it their way. And as you uh, strongly mentioned, making it to a white ball 50-over format final two years back and uh, just losing by a whisker. And uh, two years down the line, they are again uh, back in Southampton uh, contesting in the final of the WTC. It shows a testimony of the side which is, uh, you know, hung on to the players, shown belief in them. They've got a mix of youngsters and some experienced players in the side. And certainly they would give India a run for the money. And to me, there is no underdog and no favourite in this uh, game as such. The team that, that does well over a period of five days is going to come out trumps in this. Thank you. Uh, the conditions in New Zealand is somewhat similar to that of England. Uh, do you think they have an edge over India in this, in this final? How much will Trent Bolt uh, impact uh, the Indian batting? Because in the World Cup, I think the, the, in the space of 10 minutes or so, the three important wickets that claimed, uh, I think, uh, made sure that India didn't win that final again to go on to um, play the final. Well, uh, climatically, yes, maybe the conditions uh, uh, are a bit similar uh, in New Zealand as well as uh, England. But coming to wickets, because uh, I've had a little bit of experience playing in England, I have no experience of uh, even visiting New Zealand. But uh, for having followed cricket for uh, such a long period, not much of similarities in the wickets. New Zealand, basically, the wickets are sluggish. 
so there's not much of pace in the wicket wherein uh, the seamers uh, can get uh, uh, assistance from that whereas in england at times we are in the uh, second half of the summer wherein the wickets can get drier at times a little bit rough which can assist the seamers uh, because of the cracks that are developed and even the spinners coming into play coming back to your question of trent bolt why only trent bolt they've got his uh, twin partner in uh, tim saudi and wagner uh, both of them are uh, by far uh, uh two of the finest exponents of uh, swing bowling in world cricket uh taking away the great jimmy anderson from england so england basically because of the climatic condition has always helped uh, swing bowlers but if you take out the climate of the out of equation and if there's not much assistance for the swing bowlers then they can come up a cropper because if they're not able to do anything off the surface then they're going to be in trouble yes uh, indians would have worked their plan out and uh, so much of cricket is being played across the world today and trent bolt is part of mumbai indians playing along with rohit sharma he would uh, know the you know positive and negative side of uh, rohit sharma in and out vice versa rohit also would know what trent bolt is up to similarly uh, uh, kyle jamison was playing alongside uh, virat kohli in rcb so the camaraderie on field when they play franchise cricket is something totally different because they get to know each other so well and they are up to the positives and negatives of both so once they are off and representing their countries they are on the other side of the fence yes uh, the two key bowlers as far as new zealand will be concerned is uh, tim saudi and uh, trent bolt because one is a left hander and the other is a right hander and both of them can swing the ball both ways they would certainly be a threat as i said uh, whether holding good and the pitch playing good it would be a different ball game one surprise delivery trent bolt has up his sleeve is that in in swinger to the right hander he mixes up that very well with this uh, left arm the natural in swinging uh, out swinger to the uh, right hander he has confused many a uh, great batsman uh, i don't know maybe uh, indians will have to watch out for that they know about it already they'll be watchful of that well uh, left hand uh, left hand fast bowler becomes that much difficult when he is able to bend the ball back into the right hander uh, any left hander any left arm fast bowler for the matter his natural uh, ball is one that angles away or goes with the arm so uh, historically if you look at cricket the people who have been able to swing the ball back into the right hander have created more trouble the likes of wasim akram now we are talking about trent bolt and uh, we had uh, mitchell johnson mitchell stark is another uh, classic example today he looks a totally different bowler when he is able to get the swing back into the right hander but if they don't get that shape back into the right hander they become one dimensional bowlers so it's not just that it's going to be at the back of the mind of the players obviously they are aware of it and uh, they would certainly look out for that uh, it's sort of leader delivery i would say because trent bolt is known to swing the ball both ways and they would definitely have it at the back of the mind thank you so when it comes to team selection uh, for india they adopted some uh, contrasting standards so when it came between toss up between ishan sharma and uh, mohammad siraj they went for uh, experience even though mohammad siraj has been swinging the ball well nowadays i can he can create a lot of trouble in english conditions but when it comes to the uh, other opening slot who would partner uh, rohit sharma they went in for uh, the i must not say inexperienced shubman gill with a lot of talent uh, though he has less experience uh, there they went in for uh, the recent record that he has got especially his tour of australia at 91 at brisbane so they are contrasting challenges why is it so why didn't they go for the more experienced mayank agarwal well uh, selection is something that is there within the think tank of the team 
well as a bangalore boy i would have loved to see both kl rahul and mayank agarwal on the park in this wtc because uh, mayank has done really well and he's i think the second or third highest scorer for india in this uh, whole uh, round of uh, wtc games well uh, once the 15 has been decided and uh, you've decided to go with uh, shubman gill as an opener uh, as you mentioned uh, he had a good run in australia maybe that could have prompted uh, virat kohli and ravi shastri saying that you know young blood a uh, uh, player who's uh, positive in his approach is somebody who could uh, give india a good start along with rohit sharma who's an experienced campaigner though he didn't have a great uh, four test match series um, back home in uh, india against england though conditions were uh, totally chalk and cheese uh, what he's going to encounter uh, in uh, england so it's totally a selection policy which is uh, lying with the uh, think tank of the indian side well what surprises me when people talk about ishan sharma coming in as the third bowler uh, in this uh, indian team of course shami is an experienced fast bowler uh, bumrah i would say is relatively new hardly is up to about 21st test matches uh, with the uh, indian team yes siraj did have a very good tour of uh, australia when he was given an opportunity and he did uh, really well in the limited opportunities he got uh, in the series against england i i don't think it's a it's a big no brainer uh, ishan walking in in fact it would have been ishan number 1 for me bumrah then uh, if at all a talk uh, which comes in could have been a shami or a mohammad siraj i would have had ishan on my list up front it's just not about 100 test ma- 100 test matches is played and 300 test match wickets it's the experience he brings in he's had the experience of playing in england uh, two times before this and uh, there's a long uh, five test match series uh, post this wtc final we need to keep that in mind and then we would definitely uh, look at uh, the sirajs the uh, shahdu takus everybody being a p- part of the game plan but this is a one off final and certainly uh, i think uh, this is a very simple uh, playing 11 selection not much of headache for the indian uh, team so uh, i don't uh, really understand the fuss that is going about uh, comparison between anishan sharma and uh, mohammad siraj i think siraj is still got a long way to go and i think this is by far the best uh, possible 11 they have picked out of the 15 thank you you have made things a lot clear okay talking about that one off uh, test match you said ravi shastri has a point that he should have been a best of 3 well uh, this is a first wtc uh, tournament that's being held maybe icc will have time to sit back and think because uh, the ftp is so full we are having uh, so many bilaterals happening and uh, there are a lot of uh, franchise cricket that's happening around the world and most of them have been given a window to accommodate a best of 3 i think that would have been the best possible way to have uh, three test matches to decide the uh, winner of the wtc but with paucity of time i think uh, today these fighters are going to be uh, judgmental and this will uh, uh, prove as to who is the uh, number one uh, team in the uh, test championship in the world so as of now we have to stick to the one off game and uh, maybe in the next cycle there might be a possibility wherein we could put look at a best of 3 uh, finals happening we also have to keep the pandemic in mind so more matches more risk more security more uh, restrictions oh maybe that also they would have thought and kept in mind because uh, lesser the better uh, in, under these conditions okay vishnath uh, india are going with two spinners do you think uh, spinners are a novelty in english conditions i wouldn't call it novelty i just want to make one quick statement on this when australia told india way back what do i look at uh, 99 2000 or even later tours they always played to their strengths they played three seamers they had one chain one and they had another spinner to assist them they never went in with the formula saying we will play the way the opposition plays with three spinners so i believe uh, india's strength has been uh, spin for a very long time 
maybe in the last uh, six to ten years, we've uh, had a, a wonderful crop of uh, fast bowlers that have uh, evolved. Uh, post Kapil Dev, thanks to our own uh, Javagal Srinath, who was uh, the pioneer, who was a torch bearer of Indian fast bowling. And post that time, I think uh, Zahir Khan and then this current crop of fast bowlers have come in. You had Ishan, we've got Shami, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, uh, Umesh Yadav. A good crop of fast bowlers. So, going by uh, the predictions of weather at Southampton, not great news coming in as of now, saying that there was a lot of rain today and uh, they say that day one could be a washout and day three also looks a little bit bleak. But they said day two, four and five will be good sunny conditions for cricket. And uh, as I said, we are in the second half of the summer in England. There's a tendency for the pitches to dry up after a couple of days. Unless and until we have too much of rain and the uh, pitches under covers, there'll be a lot of moisture. Even if there's going to be moisture, we've got two world-class spinners in Jadeja and Ashwin who can make uh, use of the moisture where the ball can drip and uh, bounce and they can extract some turn out of it. And uh, when the uh, pitch becomes a little bit dry, uh, two of the most deadliest bowlers in world cricket today who can exploit the dry surface are Jadeja and Ashwin. I don't think uh, it's a novelty. Right. It's, it's a perfect combination uh, for this uh, finals. Fantastic. Uh, even if the conditions were to be cloudy or it has to be dry, I think we have the ammunition in our bowling because we have those three top fast bowlers and India has uh, grown, uh, for, come off age as far as fast bowling is concerned. And this set of uh, fast, these set of fast bowlers have troubled uh, all uh, uh, cricket playing nations. So I think we, we can adapt, we'll make, put out a good show. Uh, and uh, either way, I think uh, we don't have nothing, we've got nothing to lose. We'll give a in for a good contest. So... Yes, sir. Uh, then, um, so what are the chances would you give to the Indian team? Because we are at the peak and we've been doing extremely well. Uh, what chances would you give to the Indian team? I think uh, I'm not uh, putting a favorite or an under, underdog attack on anybody. The only advantage New Zealand has, I would like to uh, underline that, is they have been in England for quite some time. They have played uh, two test matches. And uh, they have won the series. There is a victory under the belt in the recent times. And they are coming into this WTC final with a series win. That's a morale booster for them. They have spent quality 10 days on a cricket field playing two test matches. So what is in favor of New Zealand is the proper uh, test match practice which they have had. Whereas the only disadvantage India would have is they are coming off an IPL white ball cricket. Because it's been quite some time when they played uh, England uh, way back uh, in India in a uh, four-test match home series. I think that would be the only drawback India has. Otherwise, with the uh, composition of both the sides, I'm looking forward to a cracking final. Touchwood, uh, weather holds good. I think it's even Stevens. The only advantage New Zealand has had is what I've mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. I, I, I recall the chicken in India's batting. They're pushing outside the off-tump and normally uh, playing at balls, leaving, you know, when the ball is swinging outside the off-tump. English bowlers have exploited that. Uh, yes, I don't want to bring out names. Um, how far the New Zealand bowlers will be able to do that? How much correction would uh, India have done uh, since uh, they toured England last? I mean, that must be in the back of their mind because playing on Indian pitches is entirely different from playing in England. At the ball I think... I think uh... All the cricketers today are very professionals and uh, they take very little time to uh, adapt from uh, formats. I'm talking about IPL, getting into test match cricket. Then again, they go back to a 50-hour format. I think they are so professionals and so mentally strong on their mind and they know their game in and out so well. So it's just hardly a few minutes. They get out of the park, 
it's just that feeler you know we always talk about a batsman uh, middling a couple of ball uh, in the sweet spot so that he gets a hang of how ways or for somebody some quality batsman they feel that leaving a few balls getting a sighter would uh, you know have them in there so i don't think it's going to be much of a problem adapting to these things as i said lack of quality match practice would be the only undoing for the indian side otherwise with the sort of quality batsmanship we have you are talking about the likes of rohit sharma shubman gill cheteshwar pujara virat kohli ajinkya rahane followed by the dashing rishabh pant and uh, no mug with the batters uh, jadeja and uh, ravi ashwin so i think this is a gun side and uh, with a set of all rounders who can chip in the two spinners and chip in the bat and a quality top order uh, batting side with uh, an exception of you know i won't say slow cricketers but guys who can grind it out we've got uh, the pujara and rahane who can play the anchor there and the rest of them can really be dynamic so it's a mix and i don't think it's going to be a problem saying that balls going outside the off stump or trying to feel for it it's it's going to be a cracker of a contest thank you uh, how much will the toss matter virat kohli has been unlucky for uh, so many matches he's lost toss, toss on several occasions how much is the toss going to matter so you mean to say virat is a poor gambler uh, vishwa i believe uh, toss is not something that is uh, in anybody's hand anybody's hand but so in in a in a, in a finale go by the percentage every time they say he loses the toss yes i think i think that's just a statistic uh, you know that is uh, put up as a graphic in your uh, stats part of it saying what is the percentage of toss x or y as one but i feel uh, you know toss yes depending on how the weather would hold up and even uh, if somebody uh, is uh, on the other side of the toss and he's going to bat first in cloudy condition being the top two sides that have made it to the final they should have the ammunition in them to overcome whatever is there in the first half hour or one hour where the conditions are going to be a little bit helpful for the seamers so i think yes winning the toss would be important but certainly it's not going to be the all important uh, factor for this final okay now uh, what is going through the pandemic and uh, either events have been cancelled or they've been postponed even when the events took place uh, the players the athletes have been put under the bio bubble now uh, the, even the indian team which has reached england to play this final they had to spend a good time in the quarantine uh, in the quarantine then again when they reach england again they were put under this uh, bio bubble restrictions uh, how does it affect a cricketer mentally and how would have the indian team would have taken it now there is one report saying that they are coming fresh because of the bubble because they had didn't play too much cricket in the recent days in the recent days after after the ipl uh, got ab- abandoned so there are two ways people looking at it uh, what do you say about the bio bubble uh, how it is it affect mentally and what how the indian team would uh, take to it we'll we'll do a good story on this uh, bubble part of it uh, in one of the episodes vishwa but uh, mm-hmm. briefly briefly let me put it across yes. it's certainly not a very very enjoyable uh, scenario because all of us uh, we are people who are free birds you would like to step out uh, for a meal meet uh, you know friends in our uh, neighborhood and uh, being a part of this bubble mentally is a very very stressful time and the indian team in the last close to 18 months have gone through uh, huge bubbles they were a part of uh, the ipl in dubai from there the indian team flew to australia where they were a part of a bubble for 3 and a half months they came back they had a week off and immediately they had to get into a bubble to play four test matches against england followed by uh, the one days and t20s within the next uh, 10 or 12 days they were back inside another bubble uh, to be a part of ipl so the only solace is uh, bcci has been uh, generous enough to allow uh, their uh, family members to be uh, a part of the bubble so that uh, they have been able to spend some quality time at least with the family within the rooms because there is no life beyond the room 
and designated areas uh, in the hotel for you to go about otherwise you get to the ground play your cricket get back to the hotel so it's 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 tough and as i told you we'll do a nice uh, story on uh, the bubble how they undergo hard quarantine they do soft quarantines how they train in uh, small groups then get on to the uh, larger group so mentally yes it is tough yes if they say they are fresh yes physically maybe but mentally it's draining to be a uh, part of a bubble for a very long time that was a nice biobubble report you gave already so now now uh, when the pandemic started when the cricket started after the pandemic it was very bothersome to be in the bubble now the players have also got used to the bubble now so it's not nothing new to them they have been used to the bubble leaving one bubble to enter another bubble so they got used to it and it won't be that you know such so much pain for them or uh, like a cloud on top of something that like monkey on their back whatever you call it it's not a big thing now i think uh, it's easier said than uh, you know done and being there yes of course uh, the players are uh, aware of uh, what a bubble is going to be and uh, what it takes to be a part of it but having said that having seen that it's it's just not easy to be you know a part of bubbles time and again and imagine after this uh, test championship they're going to be doing nothing in england for the next one month there's no cricket for them they're going to be uh, playing inter squad games and then they play a five test match uh, series against england and post that uh, with this schedule they come back into another bubble in dubai play the uh, uh, remaining uh, part of the ipl and within a short span of 10 days they're going to play the uh, world t20 uh, Uh, championship so it's it's very easy to say and very fashionable for people who are sitting in their drawing rooms watching television saying what is so big about it so if a person is just uh, put within the four walls of his house provided everything uh, three square meals a day with television all the comforts and ask him to be uh, you know within those four walls for one week without seeing anybody physically and then you ask him what is mental status so it's uh, not as simple or as easy as it is uh, visible to the eye it's it's uh, tough and uh, these are really tough times it's, it's not easy for the guys who want to be who are sociable and who are interpersonal who always want to be with uh, people it's not easy for them to be locked up inside being feeling lonely and if they don't have any other activities of how to spend their time it's really going to be very difficult for them for some you know there is they spend time reading books listening to music but how much time you can do that not continuously for days so there needs to be a change obviously maybe in individual sport i can't comment on that uh, tennis players or badminton players uh, they look at uh, life differently the players in the circuit today they also uh, carry a bandwagon of uh, their own support staff with their coaches their physios and trainers whom uh, obviously they would be in constant touch to monitor uh, how they are uh, coping so it's it's uh, just not about uh, being an introvert or an extrovert you know team bonding being a part of the team uh, team dinners team lunches meetings these make a huge difference as you said it's just not about music or reading now you play a hard day of cricket you just can't come back and read a book or you know just watch a movie it's so strenuous mentally physically you're off so what is it that you would look forward to a group of friends sit with them have a chat have dinner discuss things or strategize for the next day's game yes these things do happen but all happens within the vicinity of the hotel there are designated areas where you are put up so moving out as i said it's not about being social sociable or a guy who doesn't want to go out or whatever any point in time at uh, you know a long series or a long tour somebody would just like to take a walk and get a, a whiff of a fresh air especially if people have toured england england is a lovely country where you can just take walks on the roadside where it's uh, really green you get good fresh air 
and uh, maybe if you're not such a big star you know people don't come and throng you and trouble you like what happens in india whereas in india it's very difficult for a virat kohli or ashwin or uh, rohit sharma to just come out on the streets and have a walk but that certainly would not be a case there which the players would uh, you know always look forward to so which it's sort of an easy thing uh, to be you know mentally staying fresh strong and uh, yes physically they might have the equipments the gymnasium is available for them to work on it but uh, certainly not uh, one of the most uh, the coziest of life staying within the four walls thank you for me shrina for being on the show uh, talking about the wtc finals are going to take place uh, the prospects the chances what to expect then i have spoken about the viable so many other things you're sharing your experience come out with your inputs thank you so much for being with the show uh, thank you let's catch up again uh, with some other topic maybe so i would like to uh, know more from you for from your coming from your experience so thank you for being in the show thank you very much thank you ishpa pleasure pleasure is mine thank good day yeah